They got me on the vibe, coach. They just podcast. You know what I'm saying? Chill with all the ratchets. Yeah. So, you, so you like, so you like dating by my ass, nigga. Just one look, just one look, just one stare, just one glance of your eye. Yeah. Just one more time, and I'll be alright. Ba is finest. Oh, that's sincere? Okay, 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 okay. It is, he's hot, man, he's hot. I'm gonna let this ride a little bit if he gets right to it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Just one more question of you asking me who, what, where, and how do you know that girl? I promise you we're gonna start. I just gotta let this rock. The vibe's just that good, y'all. Luke Robertson, I want to thank you for uh, giving me this platform. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Yeah. Welcome to episode 12 of the Vibe Cultivator Podcast. I'm your host, VC, and um, we have a very special episode planned for today. Uh, my boy hit me up. Uh, he was like, yo, I got to get some shit off my chest for today. And um, I obliged, man. You know, he has a heavy heart today. Um... This is, a, this is a reoccurring guest with Jarrell Corley. Man, you should let that chorus ride. I should have, but I was like, ah, I don't want to let a whole two minutes of the song rock. But I mean, that chorus was pretty powerful. No, nah, it was. It was. I mean, it we is. can let that shit rock. Got it all. Oh, shit. We, we back to the verses now. Right. This went bad. Yeah, we'll get back to it later. Yeah, later on in the, end yeah. of the episode, we'll let, yeah. let the chorus rock. That ride. was uh, Sincere. S-N-C-R. Sincere off the album Sincerely Yours. Uh, a product of North Virginia. Uh, NSU graduate. That was uh, his debut album. Uh, check it out. That song was called Try. And uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That's probably my favorite R&B ballad And when I say ballad I mean my favorite R&B Slow jam Like That's that shit Where your veins Is popping out your neck That's my fa- that's, that's my favorite R&B ballad Within the last two years I'm gonna say that I've been playing this song And a few songs Off the album A little bit now uh, Yeah so go check that out For sure But uh, back to you So why'd you choose that song? Uh, man it's powerful man It's a powerful song He's uh, He clearly Has Um he clearly fucked up. He did something, you know, to piss the girl off or whatever. Okay. And he's and he's just telling her, you gotta try, baby. Like you gotta try. Even when you don't, even when you feel like you can't breathe no more, you can't, you can't eat no more, you can't think. And it's a part in the beginning where he's like, You're going out with your girls, you don't give a fuck. You're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That makes sense. That makes sense. So like he's trying to get her back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going for it or not, mm-hmm. but he's just telling her, "Baby, you gotta try." Okay, because okay. his love is just too deep. Okay, it's too powerful. Okay, 
Well, maybe he should have tried harder in the first place, not to fuck up. That's a fact. That's you know, that's definitely a fact. That's that a makes fact. sense. That makes that's sense. That's a fact. Great sense. fucking song. Great song. Yeah. So uh, back to the program. Uh, I was telling my boy today. You know, I I lost a dear, a near and dear friend of mine. If she did not die. Let's oh, just put that right. out there. She yeah, did not just, die. She's decided to uh, depart from my from my life due to some uh, misunderstandings that we recently had. Uh, so. This episode is a dedication, you know, to her and the time that we spent, you know, knowing one another. And we wish her all the best. Um, so what, what is this exactly? This is an opportunity for me to uh, let go. You know, there have been some, some self-healing methods that include, you know, letter writing and never, and never sending the letter or, you know, writing a letter and then burning it up, you know, but I thought that it would be a great opportunity for me to just speak my piece and then just uh, let it go. Uh, so I'll just first start off with the the first time we met, hmm. you know, was at the Sunshine grocery store over, I believe, and it was in Flossmoor. And she, I remember the first time I saw her, she worked at the smoothie bar. And uh, you said Flossmore, where is that at? That's in Illinois. Illinois, yeah, okay. Yeah, south side, like south the suburb of Chicago. Okay. And we met at the, the smoothie bar. And I remember the first few times she made my smoothie, she was just, it was almost like it was love at first sight, man. Like she just has such a beautiful, radiant energy. Like I could just see the shimmer in her eyes. And, you know, she just made me blush. And she just put so much positive energy into what she was doing. And, you know, she made some damn good smoothies, you know. And we, we ran into each other a couple of times at the smoothie shop. And it's crazy because I wanted to get her number, but I was like, no, nah, I don't know. No, she's at work, you know. But then, like, it's crazy. Like, the time, like, like, I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let me go back and get her number. So as I was going back to get her number, she was actually coming to get mine. Hmm. And like we met and she was like, oh, hey, I was like, oh, hey, she's like, oh, you know, you like a pretty cool guy, yada, yada. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you too. I was like, let me get your number, you know, and like at first she was kind of giving me a hard time, you know, like not wanting to go out with me. But I kind of was like, you know, trying to use some like humor to get her out. And I finally convinced her to come out, you know, and um, but I'm going to get more into the first day a little later on. But I, I think from the jump, you know, I, I was coming out of a bad place, a dark place. You know, and I was still trying to find myself and to an extent I'm still trying to find myself now. And I think I was just trying too hard to impress this girl, to mask my insecurities, you know, and I failed to treat her, you know, like I appreciated appreciated her. And I don't think today one of the things she told me was that she thinks that we're too different to try to make this work. And me personally, I don't think it's that we're too different as we are in different phases in our life, but you're right. And I wanted, at the end of the day, you know, I wanted her to be my queen and me her king, you know, so we could build together. But in all honesty, neither one of us was really ready for that, you know, and I think that that was expressed near the beginning of everything, but it just, things just didn't follow through. And, uh, mostly due to my own, you know, uh, 
lack of actions or follow through rather. But uh, this entire experience between us is really summed up as a series of misunderstandings due to us not knowing the other, you know, unless, of course, you know, I felt like maybe you could have been gaslighting me in some instances, not not most of them, but maybe a few, especially towards the end of this. Maybe you were trying to uh, subliminally, subliminally give me hints to, you know, fall back. But uh, for those who don't know what gaslighting means, could you explain that term? Gaslighting is like a psychological term where the other person tries to convince you that what you're saying isn't necessarily the case. Okay. Like you may call them out on something and then they may, you know, try to backpedal and say that that's not the case when you know all well in your head to, hey, yo, like, nah, that is the case, you know? So it's like, yo, just keep it real, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, so there were a couple of instances in our last interactions where it was like, you know, I was sort of kind of calling her out, but, you know, of course, no one's going to let you know when they're calling you out because they don't want to be vulnerable. Right. You know, because they're afraid of making a mistake and they don't want to own up to it. And that's cool, you know, but I try to own up to my mistakes. And another thing is she thought that I was patronizing her with some of the things that I was telling her today. And I was like, nah, I'm always genuine in what I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, you know, trying to patronize you. Like, I'm just letting you know, like, hey, look, you know. Uh, in your in your bad or your or your worse, you know. Uh, hey, that's what it is, you know. But and the reason I also felt like that way with the gaslighting, particularly in this last instance that we had today, is that she just seemed kind of contradictory in what she was saying. You know, I guess maybe I was trying to be sweet with some things I said, but then I ended it with like a a, a bad joke, like because I didn't want to come off as the irony was that I didn't want to come off a certain way, but then I ended up coming off that way. <laughs> and um and I was trying to make light of the situation while expressing, you know, one of the features that I, you know, enjoy about her. I'm not gonna disclose that, you know, right now, but you know, uh but I guess she just didn't appreciate, you know, my comments because she thought that I was, you know, making fun of her. And while we were discussing this, you know, I was telling her like, man, maybe I was showing my ass. But she was reassuring me like, no, no, no. And I'm just like, well, man, like you give me mixed signals. And then like she threw out something at the end that threw me for a loop. And I just didn't respond the right way. I didn't go off. I was just like, well, the whole time it was like I was really trying to make it. I was trying to protect my ego and not make it seem like a big deal that, you know, I messed up. But then when she was trying to, you know, lure me in about something I should have cared about, I was still just like trying to process everything. And I kind of gave a monotone answer. And then, you know, that was basically just that. And then she wrote me a little piece. I wrote a little piece and she wrote a little piece back. But I'm not here to fuss, you know. Uh, And now I'd like to discuss... Some of our good times, you know, they were few and far in between our many difficult spouse. But what I will say is that when we had good times, they were definitely, you know, good. And I think that some of the negative was mainly fueled by uh, misunderstandings. And I will say that I'm quite sure always, even when I messed up, I always was able to put a smile on her face at some point after the fact. But I think at this point, it's just like, you know, what's really, you know, the point of, of all of this? And that makes perfect sense from her, 
from her standpoint, even my standpoint too, you know, and it always sucks to lose a good friend, you know, or someone that's close to you, you know, um, especially when you feel like you were the one that did something wrong, you know, but, uh, but I mean, at the same time, I think that, you know, I don't think either one of us, I don't think, you know, all blame is to put on one person and that's something that she could agree with. You know, she stated that in the past, but ultimately I think it was more so me trying to, uh, I think ultimately my desires, you know, pushed her away. And I think this would be an opportunity for me to grow and learn from and learn to give smaller doses of myself to people and learn to take people in smaller doses as well. That way, you know, these sorts of instances won't, you know, reoccur. Um, but anyway, let's talk about some of our good times. Uh, I remember our first date, you know, mm-hmm. we went to uh, Orland Mall and, you know, she has a very strict dietary pattern and I, I pull such a dick move. Like, Where's Orland Mall at? It's in, in South Side of Chicago, like okay. it's uh, like South Suburbs of Chicago, not too far from where we stay. Okay. You know, I pull kind of a dick move, you know, she... Um, she is a she goes between being a vegan and vegetarian and we were at the mall there really wasn't anything for her to eat <laughs> and so i decided to eat you know while she was With sitting a whole there last burger or something basically huh? while she just sitting there watching me you know and then like after that you know we went to like marshall's and like i was you know trying to like slip stuff in her pocket she's like don't do that and i was like all right and then we oh, went. Oh, just playing around. You just playing around. Okay. And then like we went to, uh, we went to Barnes and Noble and looked at some books. And she showed me a book that she thought, you know, I should be interested in looking at called The Four Hour Work Week. And there was another book by a football star's um, wife. I forget who it was precisely. I think it may have been talking about like sexual relations and things like that. But I mean, normally, you know, the the date would have ended. You know what I'm saying? But right. She decided, I guess she felt some type of way about me that she, you know, decided to invite me to her aunt's birthday party, you know, and I went over there and, How'd you that know, go? it went well, it went very well, you know, and, um, I've damn near met this whole girl's family, you know, and she doesn't really bring anyone around her family, you know, so that kind of just, you know, she's, and she's met my family too, you know, and, um, and, and yeah, so that that was an amazing evening, you know, and uh and that was just that. And um, you know, and shortly after that she moved to ATL, you know, and at that time I really didn't have anyone in my life, you know, so that was kind of heartbreaking. You know, um then I think we also had like a couple's massage in ATL, you know, that was a really good time. You know, and then we did like a um we did another like, you know, uh event similar to that. Like but it was a class or like, you know, uh we were we we were learning the massage techniques and uh the last time and most most recently, uh oh, and then that other time I think it was when I got back from Korea and we spent like the whole day together in Orland, went to Burger Twenty One, we were jamming to some logic. 
you know, like the vibe was like amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just a, such a great vibe. You know, we went to Burger King, had some impossible whoppers. I got our milkshake from Burger 21. Uh, we went to go shoot some pool at the bowling alley. You know, then we went and went grocery shopping and got some liquor and some food. We went back to her house and like she cooked it. She cooked for me and things like that. You know, so it was definitely, uh, but there was a little bit of a rift there, you know, uh, for whatever reason, I think, because I just spent a little bit more money that day than I wanted to. And I think she felt some type of way about that. Um, or she could felt, feel my tension. But other than that, it was a great time. <laughs> it was a great day. It was a great Yo, when you spend too much money on a date, you, like, it's so hard to hide it because, like, the other person know, like, oh, yeah. damn, he probably just, he just dropped a bag that he really didn't mean to drop. Yeah, it was just sort of like, you know, at that point, it was like I was hungry again. Right, right. And I was like, man, I would be smart to like go buy some groceries and then she could cook. Mm-hmm. And that way I could have something to eat after the fact. Yeah. You know, so that just kind of killed the whole vibe right there, you know, because I felt like, and this goes back to the point of us being at different phases in our life. Like, she contributed whatever you know, she could. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. You know, there was a time we went downtown. Oh, that's another time, another good time I forgot about. The time we went to uh, our RFK uh, Steak Lounge. We went to the James Bond, um, no, no, the Roaring Twenties party. She dressed up like a flapper. And we met, and I introduced her to my uncle. And I was like a gangster. And then we went dancing at Club Disco. Yo, you got to check out Club Disco. That place is definitely a vibe, you know, but that was a, I turned like a bad situation into a wonderful situation that night, you know. Um, but it was just always a lot of up and downs, up and downs. And one thing she would always, what's the word I'm looking for? One thing she would always express to me, that's not the word I was looking for, but I think that, that, that'll Convey, do for now. Yeah, uh, can, yeah. Ex- one thing she would always can articulate was articulate. what I was looking for, okay. but convey or express is actually better. Was that you know, things never really naturally flowed between us. There was always like a a a, 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 a like a gap or a space there, and so that makes a lot of sense, you know. And you do want things, you know, to flow because that causes all kinds of awkward moments and things get in the way and we ultimately end up in situations such as these but i would say the last time we actually enjoyed ourselves was we facetimed about a week ago and you know her like her eyes were just lighting up she just seemed like she was just so happy to be talking to me in the moment because like we were talking about you know uh this woman who she just reached out to in England who was trying to learn how she could be more socially or racially conscious, you know, when just when talking and things of that nature. And it, it, and I, I just I just love seeing a smile on that girl's face. But unfortunately, I think I may have put more frowns on her face than smiles. And I regret that now. And uh, I may have taken advantage of some of her uh, extensions of kindness to me. You know, um, and ultimately, I think she may have even been on the. I don't. I don't want to get into all that, but, but yeah, it was just a great time, man. It was just, it was just a great time, and uh, and yeah, there there will be no more. But um, do you believe that? Like, truly believe that? Like, this is it? 
I don't know, man. But I think it's better just to just to let go. You know, I don't want to set myself up a failure. I don't want to linger. I want to just let it be. And whatever happens, happens. You know, that's understandable. Um, you know what I'm saying? Whatever ha- I'm, whatever happens, happens. You know, ultimately, of course, you're going to hopefully, I, I do hope that we cross paths again in a better light. Right. You know, when I'm in a better phase in my person, and hopefully when she's in a better uh, part in her life. But it just is what it is, man. I, I got to learn to let go. And I think one of her superpowers actually that she wishes she had was the ability to let go. That's one of the superpowers she wishes she had, Mm. you know, and I think ultimately like her letting go of this is more so an expression of self-love than out of, you know, hate for me. You know, I think she's more so doing this for her, her state of mind and her clarity. And I mean, I perfectly understand that. It's completely fine. And, um... But, I mean, for now, I mean, it's just time to say farewell. And so I have a little bit of, a little piece that I want to, you know, put out there, you know. Oh, shit. And then uh, we'll go into a little Q&A session, basically. And maybe you can let that, um, let the beat drop, the chorus drop. Okay. So I wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. I hope the best as you fin- I hope you the best as you finish your thesis. I know once you put your mind to it, you will create a template that you will use to shake up the beauty industry for the betterment of humanity. Here's to you, Madam T. A. Doyle. I love you. God damn. That man was talking right there. He was spitting. He was spitting. <laughs> Young Langston Hughes. Langston, Langston Corley. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hey, Lydia, always showing out. You're beautiful. Turn away, turn away. You're beautiful. I want you to know that. You're beautiful. Like... Your face always brought a smile to my face, but there's no more. Your insides too, you're glowing always from the insides, from the inside out, you're glowing. A ray of sunlight, that's what she was, man, a ray of sunlight. Such positive energy, man, like. The chorus. It's a vibe, man. It's a vibe. This is VA. They get it, man. They get it. They get it, man. They get it, man. That was beautiful, though. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, man. Um, You know, being able to articulate exactly how you feel about somebody, especially like this all just happened today. So, you know, being able to articulate that and then uh, put it into words and then, you know, have the courage to just, you know, say it. On a platform, just, you know, I think it's dope. I hope she hears this. I think she will. I think she will get wind of it. 
And um, I think I like I think I told you this earlier. I don't think this will be a uh, goodbye, for, you know, for you guys or like a permanent separation. Mm-hmm. I think I think true friends uh, always find always find the way back to each other at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point mm-hmm. in time, mm-hmm. I, I believe that. I that makes do. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I just think that maybe now in this part of our lives, it just wasn't, it wasn't the time and place. Right. Right. And we, and we shall see, you know, what the future holds if there is anything for it, you know, to hold. But you know, breaks are always good too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think it allows time for people to grow. Honestly, I think, I think when you guys do reconnect yeah i don't think y'all will even remember why y'all was even at a rift you know yeah we'll probably we probably won't miss a beat no. i know for the most part i always have friends like that where i don't miss a beat yeah. you know but i mean uh it's definitely a learning lesson man and i, I just want to say this fellas like and this is not too this is not too What's wrong? This is not to clear them of wrongdoing. What's that word when the judge clears you of wrongdoing? Uh, we ex- talked about this earlier in the exonerate? year. Exonerate? Yeah. This is not to exonerate women. Goddamn, I can talk, boy. Go ahead. Of right. their behavior. Hey, baby, you can. You can. You can talk. You know, you should have seen them at the board. But oh, <laughs> uh, this is not to exonerate women of some of the behaviors that they display, but. Fellas, we got to do better, man. We got to do better. You know, I know a lot of times we out here, we get caught up in this pimp culture. You know, we want to be a player. We feel like, you know, we want to be, you know, we got to have all these women, all these ladies, you know, to be, feel like we a man. You got to have know? a whole roster, whole you know, rotation. And all this and that and the third. Like, and I get it. You know, I, I, I get it. You know, like, but just make sure you're being upfront and honest, you know, and, and understand that, you know. Someone's heart is a delicate thing, you know, and I hope that you're not out here trying to, you know, manipulate women, you know, just to get in their pants. Because a lot of things can end up coming, you know, from that, you know, unwanted pregnancies, you know, uh, all sorts of other things that can ultimately leave the woman much more traumatized than you will be. And it just creates a never ending cycle where. People get hurt and they carry that baggage into the next relationship and it just goes all, all, it just keeps going over and over and over again. And this is why the status of relationships is the way it is in the world. One is I don't think people know how to effectively communicate. You know, and two, I think people are also insecure in who they are as a person. And maybe their expectations might exceed what the other person can give. I don't really know how all that correlates. I'm just kind of rolling with the flow, but I mean, do you have any input? What was the initial question or the initial topic that got you there? Oh, I was talking about how I think men need to do better. Yeah, I think so. I I think think men need to do better. I think so. Um, I think us as men, we need to do a better job of Knowing ourselves before we um, put ourselves into a situation mm-hmm. like getting involved with the woman, I think we need to really uh, sit and 
and ask ourselves what are we looking know, for yeah like what are we looking for you know and, uh, and are we ready to take on a relationship and those emotions that come with yeah all know, of that you know? i think i think a lot i think the idea of a relationship is really attractive mm-hmm. but then once you get into a relationship you realize it's a lot of shit that goes into yeah a relationship so yeah and and i don't think you know I know it's a lot of people that's married young, but I don't think like a 20, 21, 22. It's truly ready. It's truly ready for all that, honestly. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Like, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I think ultimately it's like... Shit, even 27, 28, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think as men, ultimately like, for the most part, we are expected to lead. Right. And with that, I think we need to sort of calculate damage control, and by, how are we looking on time? Oh, we good, we good. We had a uh, twenty-eight. Oh, that's it. That's it. Are we supposed to rock off for a whole hour? Oh, this is beautiful. I mean, sh- we I gonna got, keep we gonna keep it going. We are gonna keep rolling. I mean, Fuck I, like it. I it's recording. I Spotify that. don't have no limit, do they? And I got topics too. So. Oh, great, 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 yeah. great. Oh, you came prepared, huh? I'm always prepared, baby. Yeah, I see. You, on, got, you got this. You just y'all, y'all see the setup over here. He, he is definitely prepared. You know, I'm expecting great things out of my boy here, uh, the Vibe Cultivator. For sure, for you sure. Know, Check out episode 11, 10. You know, you know, the audio is back. Is uh not back? It's better. True. It's facts, better than never. Facts. Facts. I got microphone holders now. We stepping the game up, babe. We stepping it up. He is stuck. It was it was hell trying to hold this damn mic low key. But back to damage control, you know. Um, I just think that us as men, we kind of need to, I don't want to say take responsibility, but let a woman know up front like what we're looking for and not being so afraid to get denied something, you know. So... I mean, it can be difficult, but I think that's best because ultimately you want it to be her decision on whether or not she sticks around. And if she gets hurt and you told her what was going on, that she made a conscious effort. It's on her part. Balls in her court. You know, uh, but I think oftentimes things get lost in translation. And let's be real, like... Okay, all women are not like this. But for the most part, I, I would maybe you disagree with me. Go ahead, speak your piece. What, what you I feel like when you're getting romantically involved with a woman, when you're courting her or whatever, you're taking her out for a date. I mean, more times than not, like, I mean, things are probably going to, like, I, the general idea is for it to lead towards a relationship. You know, like, there are some women, you know, who are yeah. just as ruthless as men. You know, out here, they just want a quick fix, and that's cool. I got something to say about that. All right, yeah. so us as men, we have to be careful because I'm guilty of this too. Like, I'll take a girl out three or four times, right? But I'm not looking for a relationship. Facts. I'll take her out. I open a door for her. Facts. I may or may not pay for the meal. It's a great yeah. night. Like it's good vibes. I'm a I'm a perfect gentleman. And we may or may not have sex a couple times within those few dates. Yeah. And in her mind, we're getting up for a relationship. In my mind, we're just enjoying each other's company, having positive vibes. Yeah. And you look up, it's been a month, and then you're like, damn, um What's going on? Like what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Well, She's looking up a month from now, 
and you may be falling back. You know, you may you may have been like, all right, you know, I have fun, but now it's time to, you know what I'm saying? Do something else. Yeah, I want to I want to kind of move around a little bit. True. And that makes she's sense. like, well, damn, you just took me out three, four times. You've been treating me like a goddamn princess. You've been giving me this goddamn grade A dick. Uh, yeah. You can't just... You mean to tell me it's, it's you just can't over? Fall back after it's that. It's just over with. That's what you're saying. And that's a conversation I had on on the last pod with Angie when I was like, you know, us as men, we have to be careful on introducing a woman to a vibe that we can't maintain. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Unless you put out a disclaimer before you introduce this vibe, like, look, right. I'm just a good guy, so I'm gonna always treat you with respect. I like to right. go out places. True, so true, true. You know what I'm saying? Don't get too attached because this is not this is not that. We're just enjoying this cup. Each other's company. So, speaking of that, you know, taking women out on dates, how like, what? How do you feel about this whole notion of putting women on a pedestal versus treating them like you would your guy friends? And also, maybe even the notion of, am I taking this chick out on a date, or am I simply simply asking her to hang out, you know, to see how we vibe? Okay, you know what I'm saying. Because, uh, what, a, what do you elaborate? What do you think? That's two scenarios. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the <clears throat> first one first. <clears throat> so what was the first one again for us? Uh, you, you said putting the chick on the pedestal. Okay. Versus just treating her like you know what I'm saying just she just a regular person. Right. I think when you put a chick on a pedestal, mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for failure. Facts. Failure Facts. because if you're if you're putting her on a pedestal, you're probably tolerating certain things that she does or says or acts that you wouldn't normally to- uh that you wouldn't normally right. tolerate you're not evening the stakes you're putting her at a higher in a higher position yeah and, like you're looking yeah. at her like she's like like a god or something like yeah. you know that's obviously hyperbole but but you're looking at her like that makes sense like she's you're looking at her as that if- she's more than you Precisely, you know yeah, when, precisely. when in fact that makes sense. You should just treat her like even a regular human being. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Talk exactly. Talk to her n- like normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, have regular conversations with her, cause um I think sometimes we fall into the trap of uh you know we see a beautiful woman and sh- you know we fan out sometimes. Yeah, you know we what I'm do. Saying? We, <laughs> we wild see, out. See a beautiful woman at like at like she. Don't got two feet and two legs like we do. Or put her pants on one leg at a time. Yeah, it's like, you know. Yeah. And, and it's what crazy. I, what I've noticed with most beautiful women, you know, when you talk to them, just normal, casual, like, you know, how you doing with no up? Like, you know, you don't you don't put on the sexy voice, like, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? But when you actually talk to them. You're not trying them, too hard. Yeah, when well, you're not trying too hard, you're just talking to them like they your homie. You know, that's when they feel more comfortable, right? Because they don't feel like they're they are being they're not like Idolized. a zoo animal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're not like, nah, that makes sense. Yeah, they like that makes oh, sense. Okay, I'm. And I think I'm that's part. You. I think that's part of what I did here. You know, I was. I, I think I may have put my friend on on, on a pedestal, and um, you know, because very rarely do you encounter people who just have such great energy, who are just so beautiful from the inside. Out. I mean, she was literally radiating, like from the inside out. Was like, that your first time seeing that? Yes and no. So I'm gonna say yes in a different sense. Okay. Like 
Yeah, I'm going to say yes in a different sense. I mean, honestly, real talk, I think I've only maybe had like two experiences where it's like, it's been a woman. I mean, it's probably been more than that. But for the most part, it's been a handful of experiences where I've seen a woman where I'm just like, I just know. Right. Or I just think I know. You know, and some say, yo, when that happens, you should run. <laughs> you know, just run. Get away. Wait, run when what? Like, whenever you see that, you have like that love at first sight feeling, this, that, and the third, you should just run the opposite way. I think that love at first sight is bullshit. I you know, it's, so it's, that- It's that, lust at first sight. You're just looking at her and just- Nah, not even. Like, in this particular instance, nah, it wasn't even that. When I, like, when I literally first saw this girl, I was like, damn, like, this is someone that I could, like- you know, based off the looks and the vibe she was giving me, I was like, yo, this is someone, you know, I like to wife. You know what I'm saying? Just based off See, that. See, how do you know that? You, d- you don't. Off you of, don't. You don't. Well, how do you come to that conclusion you off don't. of just you don't, looking bro. at her and maybe saying, hey, how are you doing? You just, you don't, man. I think that ideally, see, this is another, this is a part of where social conditioning comes into play. I think ultimately we have pre-designed roles that we have for people and or at least i do in a sense it's like i put people in categories upon judging them i judge them uh, i judge books by their covers i think we all do and that's uh, not necessarily the best yeah. thing you know to do because by putting them on that pedestal it's almost like when they don't meet your expectations now you're disappointed because you feel as if they've let you down. Right. But in the beginning, you should have never put them up there in the first place. Yeah. You should have seen them as equals, you know, and and uh and 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 I and I think that that is definitely, you know, what happened. And so it's like if that was my end goal and if we know now that hey, look, that's not that's not possible. And go meaning like, oh, you know, me being with this girl or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, like so it's like, you know, then what is the then what is the frame of reference of the friendship now? You know, and that's perfectly cool. Uh furthermore, what are we getting at? Uh I tend to go off on tangents. Uh fucking pedestal um love at first sight and you was like oh like i guess once that doesn't once you see that oh this is not going to be that like this is right. not going to be where i think we're going to end up there, there was a term or a phrase i wanted to use but i forget precisely what it was and i'm not entirely sure what did you learn from this like as far as oh, I'm I'm listening. In the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. and in the small scheme of things, like what did you learn? Grand scheme, I learned. I think I may have touched on this earlier in the in the episode. Possibly. Grand scheme of everything, I learned that I need to give smaller dosages of myself because I'm a very I have a very overwhelming personality. I'm sure you know this. Yeah, you got a lot going on. I I have a lot going on, and I can be a lot to handle. And I just don't think that people are ready for all that I have to give because they can't give... (laughs) 
they definitely can't give what I'm giving. They probably can't even give a fraction of what I'm giving. Why do you say that? I don't know because I just, I think that I just, you know, I think I'm the type of person that wants to give my all. Okay. You know, and people aren't willing to do that. And they okay. shouldn't. They okay. shouldn't. And I shouldn't be willing to do that either. Why do you think you are so willing <sighs> to just give your all? Because I have the same problem sometimes. I think, you know, I spent the first six years of my life as the only child. And I also think that maybe it has a lot to do with the fact that I've always kind of been like an outcast. Okay. And so I tend to think that by being selfless, you know, it's that whole, it all goes back to that, those Christian teachings. I grew up in like, you know, uh, I, w- I grew up in Catholic schooling, you know, so I, I think I may have taken a little bit of the teachings liter- too literally. And so it's always this issue of, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. You know, and it's funny because she actually mentioned that today, you know, she and, and she did. And, you know, I felt like, Ultimately, I think the last couple of exchanges we had were really just misunderstandings. But ultimately, I felt like me, I felt a little hurt. And maybe instead of me asking some questions or, you know, I'm or maybe me thinking that she was being short or negative with me, I may have like, you know, poked at her a little bit, did a little bit of maybe had a little bit of sarcasm or something like that. But for the most part, I wasn't really making fun of her like I wasn't trying to do that you know and that's kind of why I felt bad you know if this is actually indeed true you know like I I feel bad because I feel like maybe she was in a down it was like I felt like you know if she is in a down situation right now I felt like I may have kicked her while she was on the ground why do you think that I'm sorry like why do you think you may have kicked her while she was on the ground because like, because like, because what did you do that was kicking? Oh, or maybe some of the comments I made. You know, okay. I don't want to get into all the comments or nothing. But there was a mask that she wanted. And I made a comment about her, you know, not trying to attract something. It's that in the third because I misinterpreted what she was saying about the mask. I thought she was, you know, you know, hinting at you know, me getting her something and I made a slick comment about like that and it like admit like because I was like, oh, she was like. Cause like, it's crazy. Cause like she like was like, yo, like how could I have gathered that from the text? And I'm like, yo, well, you're sending me messages out the blue. It's like how could I gather what you're talking about from the text? You know, I'm just thinking right. one thing. Right. You know, when you clearly send another. So I think there was a miscommunication there, and one thing just led up to another, and it was just like, yo, like I feel like you're disrespecting me right now. And it was just like, nah, like low key, honestly, the entire time we were going, I thought we were having like a, a, a like a, like a, a flirt, ba- like a playful, like a playful banter. You See, know what man, I'm saying? That's why in I the text, texting, man. Texting and me. I'm just thinking like, damn. And like, then like when I get on the phone, it's like, damn, it's not really an interrogation, but it's like, yo, I got some questions for you. And I'm like, oh shit, this is a complete, 180 (laughs) from what i thought was going on and then she's just like yo like you don't really seem to be like you know showing any emotion right now for like you know hurting me like what the fuck you know so like why 
should I even give you some energy right now? You know, and I'm just like, oh, damn, like, is that what just happened? Like, <laughs> whole time I'm trying to protect my ego. So I'm just like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. I didn't show my ass. Here I go again in this whole, like, you know, this this damaging cycle of showing my ass. You know, and I, I thought she was reassuring me that I wasn't. But maybe, I don't, I don't know, you know. So I'm like, okay, like... Now it's like I'm trying to make up for it, but it's like, yo, like at this point, it's like I didn't done this enough times. So it's like it's 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 done data. Like it's like, you right. know, old news, me trying to make up for it. So I'm just trying to just like I'm just trying to fall back before I like, you know, you know, blow the situation up even worse than what it really is. Right. You know, so do I think a part of me thinks she was hurt? Yes. Do I think a part of me there's a part of me think that maybe she was trying to look for an out. Yes, I don't know. Because apparently there was a lot of other stuff she said she could have said, but she chose not to. But I, I like But honestly, I like to honestly, I think the reason why I am hurt that I lost a friend. But ultimately, I feel good because I feel like we ended on like a positive note we didn't end like oh fuck you cussing each other yeah, out. yeah cursing each other out like nah like at the end stuff. of the day it was like look like you know i told her you know wish you well like gave her a message about you know how you know i i how i, I i'm hoping it read i think what i said resonated with her to some extent because of the way she responded you know but i told her i love you and she told me i love you more you know and it was just like hey look you know what she did and, say and, 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 and i and you know and i and i was respecting her space you know and so like the old me would have been like blowing up her dms you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like at this point it's like yo look like she asked for space yeah. so it's like i want to respect that and it's like i had some things i wanted to get off my chest and I didn't feel comfortable, and I didn't want to go back to that cycle of like hitting her up in her DMs and then waiting for a response. That's anxiety. This, that, and the third. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that's anxiety, and I don't, right. and I don't want all of that. Nah. You know, so that's why I decided to you know get on and you know do the podcast, and you know maybe she'll see it, and if she decides to listen, you know, hey, maybe she'll try, you know, or maybe you know she'll see that, hey, look, like I really didn't mean no harm, but. Ultimately, I think at this point, I think everything has run its course yeah. up, up until now. And I think that, you know. A break know, is needed sometimes, man. And I, and, I, and I think that the space is definitely needed. You know, she's, you know, getting ready to, you know, move into another uh, aspect of her, you know, life right now. You know, she just found an amazing mentor that she followed on Instagram. You know, that just goes to show you how positive things can come out of negativity. Like with the whole uh, police brutality and Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. You know, I think, like, when you look at the bright side of things, all you can say is, like, you know what? Nothing but good things can come from this. Right. You know, and I think that's one instance of something good coming from it. I'm pretty sure there's many other instances like that. You know, and uh, and 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 you know, she's getting ready to finish up her thesis. She's got big dreams, man. She's an intelligent girl, like just intelligent. I just think that, like, sometimes her, you know, she just uh, misplaces her energy, like you know. And ultimately, I feel like once she determines that she wants to be rid of all the negativity that's in her life and harness that into something positive. Oh, she's gonna be a game changer, man. Like, 
I think know so. it, bro. I know so. Like I'm like radiating with like I'm blushing on the inside of me right now because I, I believe that. Like I okay. definitely believe that if she were to focus her energy on what she wants to accomplish, you know, with the beauty industry and just like the food industry and things of that nature, man, like she's gonna be a game, she's gonna be a game changer, bro. Like straight game changer. You know, something like with what you're doing right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, bringing you know, attention to things or just following your your passion and your dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. Man, I just try to want to bring the best out of everyone, but at the same time, you can't rush another person's process. And I think I was trying to rush her process to meet my expectations. Like, no, man, fall back. Like, let her do her thing. You know, you do your fucking thing. Because at the same instance, I'm not where I want to be. Right. So how I'm going to put expectations on somebody else and I'm not where I'm at? Hey, man, coming soon, though. You, I'm trying to tell you, you about to be out of here in a second. Bro, I honestly, bro, see, ain't, oh, so so back to that. Small picture. I, t- I touched on the grand scheme of things. Yeah. W- give me an example of small picture. What What's small picture? Everyday Actions um, may I don't know, so I was confused on that. Well, you kind of touched on the, on the grand scheme. I was going to say small picture, like like moving forward and meeting new women. How are you going to? Oh, it's going to be doses. Okay, doses. I'm not going to be you know hitting them up. Crazy. Like, yeah, but honestly, that's not even really a concern of mine right now. Okay. You know, like, I just don't want the pattern to continue. I, oh, I, I no, want, it's not. I, yeah. it, honestly, it's funny that this happened the way it did because yeah. I've actually been practicing meditations okay. on letting go and things of that nature. So it's almost like Episode I kind of manifested this because prior to me even like sending her this little poem, that kind of set everything off or whatever because of the last line or whatever. I sent her a message that was like, "Yo, don't, don't tear me down too hard." Or like, and I sent like a little smile, like a sad emoji face of me, like a my personal sad emoji that she actually made. I think, yeah, I believe she made. No, she made my uh, Snapchat emojis. Uh, this guy at AIT made my iPhone emojis as a joke, and I thought that shit was hilarious because it actually looked like me. Hmm. <laughs> um, and so I sent her that, and it was like, yo, like, sometimes I just don't read things. Like, me, I'm a type of person who's like, yo, I'm trying to let you know, like, look, I'm going to take you for better or worse. And I'm letting you know that. Yeah. Because I'm letting you know, like, look, don't feel insecure. Don't feel bad about some of the things that you got going on or that's that you don't like about yourself. Like, yo, look, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's not always well-received. You know, and like it may right. come off the wrong way. Right. So I just need to learn when to watch my mouth. I need to, and I and I see small picture moving forward, bro. I think I'm going to learn to listen a lot. Yeah, watch more. your fucking mouth. You know, I'm gonna learn That's to listen. I'm gonna. I mean, you you think I was taking a hint? You probably don't think I'm taking a hint now, as I didn't talk the goddamn majority of the damn podcast. You know, but this is me letting off my shit. Yeah, it's you know, it's your time, man. But Let's go. I'm gonna tell you this, man. Like moving forward every day, man. I'm giving less fucks. I'm giving less fucks. That's the way to go. And it's not about, oh, me being disrespectful, man. But look, man, if you get out your fucking lane, I'm going to bump your ass off the road. 
that's just what I mean. Like, mm. I'm either it's either gonna be ugly or it's gonna be nice, you know. Mm. So ultimately, I'm trying to be like nice about it. Like, so for instance, I'll give you a prime example. You know, and honestly, it's really all about my vibe. Cause sometimes I know I can be a slick talker and I be trying to look out for other people's feelings before putting myself first. And I think that's been a, a, a major issue in my life. I've been putting others before myself. And it's like, if I don't, if I'm not putting my, it's like, how can I put someone else before myself? You can't. Right. So it's like, now I gotta, I gotta protect my autonomy. You know, it's like I said, man, that little freestyle, you know, come from my head. You know, I'm gonna blow, blow off your, your face. face. Nickname you JFK, make you a Mark oh, man. man. You know, you flip those two. I did flip those it's two. All, it's Definitely, all good. it's all right. We're not gonna let that one ride though. Next time, Fuck next you. time. You know what I'm saying? You know, I took that from. I, I, that's not my shit. You know, I took that from. Uh, from the Balenciaga Bandit. Oh, that's not you. It's not me, man. Oh no, that's the Balenciaga Bandit. I thought. Oh, yeah, I know. It's crazy, ain't it? Oh, okay. Like that's an up and coming artist, you know, uh, <laughs> in, in the Washington area. You know, but uh, you should check out some of his shit. You know, he, he got some good shit. We won't even, out. you know, play a little preview. You never you know, know. My my M42 tone. It's you know, two that tone. Sh- that shit's hot. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, uh, but yeah, man, I'm just not gonna let people. I'm not gonna let people walk over me because I'm trying to get them to like me, or I'm not gonna let people. I always told myself I allow it because I know that I can take what they dish, but I know they can't take what I dish. No, fuck that. I'm going to start speaking my piece as it goes up because that way I'll know how to regulate myself. And that way I don't lose myself while I'm interacting with other folks. So I'm going to start getting practice now. I'm going to start getting in my bag now. Okay. I'm going to get in a Louis Duffel now. So when November comes around, you know, ain't nobody going to be able to snatch me out of my bag. You hmm. hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to walk around. I'm going to walk around tall and confident. And if another motherfucker thinks I'm arrogant, that's their problem. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, and it's like, if someone feels that, oftentimes, I think we let other people's energy affect our energy. And what I mean by that is that if you feeling proud, you know what I'm saying, you know, if you and somebody else is feeling down, they want to knock you down and bring them, bring you to their level because they not feeling they self and they envious of you feeling yourself. So me, I want to learn how to not allow another man to cut me down. No matter how hard he's chopping at the bark of the tree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, like, you know, I'm gonna stand tall. I'm gonna stand my ground. You know okay. what I'm saying? And ultimately, when you are able to finesse situations like that and not, that's what I mean by not give a fuck, you know, people are not gonna fuck with you. You're gonna be unfuckable with, if right. that makes sense. And that's gonna be a whole nother level, a whole nother vibration. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So, so ultimately, I think this situation is going to make me a better man. You know, if she didn't send me that last message, what I was going to tell her was this. I was going to say, look, just do me a favor. Just help me. I want to get to the point where I'm able to deal with amazing women in my life. 
Okay, and what I mean by that is that I want to under I want to know how to handle them. I want to know how no, uh-uh. You know what? No. I don't want to know how to handle them. I want to know how to handle myself when dealing with them. Ultimately, I think in relationships people try to control the other. Right. Because they don't have control of themselves. Once you gain control of yourself, everything else will fall in place. You don't have to worry about controlling someone else. That's you your know? pimp. That's a whole nother nasty game. <laughs> that's the that's I a whole just, other, hold, hold I don't on know. topic. <laughs> hey, they they want the money. No, they want the honey. Yeah, we you, want the money. Find a bitch, break a bitch. No, don't even play that song, yeah, bro. No, she would trash, not. Yeah, we cannot listen to that. I cannot have that play. Yeah, that was this that was just episode yeah. dedicated to her. That is no good. Yeah. All right, so man, closing statements, man. Closing statement. One statement. Don't make it five minutes. One, you know, closing statement. You want to make yours first because you know I can talk. Well, no, we're not done. Who about to just uh, switch gears? Oh, great. Closing statement. To Ted. Oh, to Ted or just in general? Closing statement about, about, about your shit that's going on. All right, fellas, learn to control yourself. To Ted, uh, thank you for all the positive energy you brought into my life. You definitely have affected my life in many ways and there are many things around me that you have changed that are memories of you i wish you the best if i don't see you in this life maybe another one i love you farewell baby let's switch the gears It's still summertime. Now in Washington, though. Please believe in COVID. Heathens. Four seasons. I was never good with lyrics. <laughs> All right, man. Switching gears. Switching gears. Uh, it's been a lot going on in the media lately. Um... I don't know if you've been up on this, but um, R&B singer, uh, August Alcina, that's my guy. Well, you see my guy. Um, he had an interview with uh, Angela Yee, and he pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, but he, he pretty much said um, that him and Jada Pinkett, you know, Will Smith's wife, mm -hmm. had a thing going on. Oh, he said, I thought he denied that. No, 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 no. He, he said it. Nah, I read somewhere that he said he he damn really he, he said it. He said he's he said that pretty much like he he got involved, he fell too deep. Oh no. He got his heart broken. And he also said that Will Smith gave him gave him permission. Well, I don't know what's going on with them, but apparently they really don't have the best of marriage. Well, it comes to a conversation that I want to bring up, open marriages. Um, I'm I've been I've been thinking about the idea for a minute, like open marriages. Um, is it a good thing, a bad thing? Is it even any of my fucking business? Cause it's not it's not my marriage. Well, know, I mean, I think I th I feel like maybe you're talking more so from like a societal perspective, and maybe from like a personal perspective. You know, I'm th I'm thinking more of like how does two people get to the place of 
yes, I'm going to get down on one knee. I'm going to marry you. And then they get to a place of, I don't mind sharing you. Well, like this is definitely an extenuating circumstance. So uh, the universe has somehow led me to Space Force. I read an article about it. A friend recommended me to it. And then you know the final piece of the story. We were in uh, Safeway in the frozen section aisle, and we saw the Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream dedicated to Space Force. Right. So that was like a denomination of three, and that led me to watch this, uh, to watch this. And it also serves as inspiration for my military career as well. And so there's an instance in that story where the main character, General Naird, his wife is somehow locked up in prison for like the next 40 years. And he's trying to remain faithful to her. But he's allotted, the president allots him like, like two, I think, conjugal visits a year. Yeah. And what is conjugal? I mean, fuck? Yeah, basically. Okay. And so like he he goes in and then she's trying to bring up this whole concept of an open marriage. And he's like, yo, look, no, you're my wife. I took vows. She wants to bring up the concept? Yeah, she brought it up. she's, she's like, the one in jail, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's just like having a hard time with this. And then check this out, bro. Hmm. She... Throws, she recites the Air Forceman's like, like creed or whatever to him or something like that, and basically calling out his hypocrisy. Hey, try and move your mic up a little bit. I don't know. Make sure and and so at the end of her reciting the creed, he's like, "Oh, don't use that against me." Like he he concedes. Okay. Because she's trying to date someone else, and there's also a woman out on the outside that he's interested in as well, and he's like, "Yo, why don't you just divorce me?" And she makes a very powerful statement. What did she say? And she was just like, "Yo," she's like, "No," like. Our marriage is a declaration to the world that we have each other's backs no matter what. This, that, and the third. And it was very emotional. And she was just like, it's just absurd. She's like, you know, you are... And she was also saying she didn't want to break up because of the because of the because because of the daughter, too. The daughter. They have a daughter together. And she was like, look, like you're 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 out there. I'm in here. What sense does it make for you to like withstall your happiness? Why, why, why does it make sense for both of us to suffer? You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, not not that I do, it's not that I don't love you. It's just that, look, like, it's absurd to think that, like, yo, look, we can, we can you know, maintain pleasure from one another when I'm in here and you're out there. So it's, it's iffy. I, I mean, that's a circumstance where... Like, it, I, it was extenuating, like if I said. I'm locked down for 40 years. I'm not expecting my wife to hold it down for, for 40 years. I think what she was saying was is that she did not want to feel like she was being, like she was going behind his back. So she wanted to so let him know. she had a girlfriend know. in jail. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so would she, expect that. I mean. So she had a girlfriend in jail. Yeah. And so she was just trying to be open with him about everything. She was being selfish. I mean, she was like, I'm in here getting my rocks off and he's in the outside world being a good, you know, being a good boy. Like, nah, like. That makes sense. That makes go sense. Go get your rocks off, my guy, because I'm definitely getting my pussy licked in this goddamn jail. Yeah, I think that probably was the case. But I mean, honestly, I feel like it just all depends on the situation. I feel like, okay, at a, at a certain instance, I feel like maybe the relationship, maybe the couple, they, they've drawn apart. In some instances, maybe the couples are you know, long distance for whatever reason, prime example, military. So they may have an arrangement, this, that, or the third, you know, but I think it's really 
all falls back onto some points I was touching on earlier about just knowing thyself, being comfortable with thyself, and understanding thyself and being secure in thyself. And Facts. if that's something you think you can handle, shit, why not? Rock with it. If okay. not, then be like, nah. And if you got to pack the bags and keep it moving, keep it moving. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I don't, that. I don't, I don't think that, because especially in today's, I mean, honestly, you know what? People keep talking about how you know shit is like dating is messed up today. From the from some of the articles I've been reading, bro, it's really no different than it was 50 years ago. You had the same issues you have now. The only problem was is that it wasn't politically correct to talk about it. Yeah, and there was no social media, so it's like yeah. there was no internet. Exactly. And it wasn't we like we're in a phase of society where it's seen as okay to be vulnerable and talk about your issues. Yeah. 50 years ago, bro, you weren't talking about your marital issues. You weren't doing all that. No, nah, you weren't talking about it and then the women didn't have a shit, two legs to stand on. Like, yeah, it's like once you get married, you know, like you know, you know, back in the day, um, they women, weren't working really like that. Women had to get like a signature from their husband to get put on birth control. Oh yeah, I've heard laws about that. Yeah, I've heard laws about that. In order to get an abortion, you had to get a, a signature from the husband. Facts. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, like it was a lot of things back in the day where like. You know, women in general just didn't have a leg to stand on. Or so the freedoms. They just kinda had, they just kinda had to deal with it, you know? Yeah, now that that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I feel like me personally, I would like I like I mean, listen, man, I mean I can't do I can't do an open marriage. Okay. I can't that do makes it. sense. Cause I mean, if if I get to the point where I'm like marrying somebody, mm-hmm. um I'm I'm uh, I'm all in like I'm all in. That makes sense. I'm all. That makes in. sense. That makes I, sense. I don't that even I don't even want like threesomes. Like, okay. I don't want that. Okay. If, like okay. if I'm if I'm with you, I want to just come home to you every day. If that if that's what we agreed on, you know. Cause I think I think when you open the door for other people to come in, um, we open the door for other people to come in, uh. You know, bad things happen when that happens, I think. Um, yeah, you bring other energies into that. I, th- I feel like you guys would have to be a really strong couple. Not only a strong couple, but you need to be strong in your personal selves. For sure. As well, securing who you are, you know, as a person. You know, I am not uh, I am not against it. I, I don't rule <laughs> anything out, you know. Um, you know, because... Kanye West. <laughs> Oh, he has a situation lined up. No, nah, have you heard his new his new song though? It's no, called it? "Washes in the Blood." You have heard. I it. I have heard that. Heard he it. talked about that in that. No, nah, I'm and I'm just bringing it up just to you know transition. How does it have? Oh, you transition. You just transition. Oh, I'm that's a, a great transition. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play a little snippet. Um, I think it's trash, but right. Lion walking about seeking whom he may how many times listen to this shit trash how many times listen to this maybe like three times 
okay, if you ain't rocking with it by then, then maybe, yeah, it's done. Yeah. But I mean, it's yay, man. He can put out anything and like, niggas gonna fuck with it. It don't even matter. Like, the thing is, is, I can see a setting where that can probably rock out. Like, maybe in the club, strobe lights, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm drunk or something. It's dance music. Or I'm high off or something, maybe. Then maybe that's like the right atmosphere. But then it's like, it's called Watches in the Blood. Like, <laughs> I think it's something about the whole like situation of inequality and police brutality going on. Right. I think it has something to do with that, about yeah. like cleanse us of our sins or, I don't know, man. It's a whole lot of just craziness going on with these, uh, with these analogies and all this stuff. I am anxious to hear Kanye's new album, though. It's, it's supposed to be... Um, Produced by uh, Dr. Dre. When is it coming out? Uh, who knows, man. What is it called? Who knows? No idea. But Facts. they are working. When on was it. his last album come out? Oh, but that was the one. Uh, the, the 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 Jesus joint, right? Yeah, Jesus. Um, Jesus is King. Jesus is King. That came out this year, I think. Right? Yeah. 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 And it has some joints on there. It has some okay. joints. It has some good okay. flips. Okay. Um, it wasn't for me. Like I think Kanye, I think that album, I, th- I think Kanye should have just like he should he should have played like a DJ Khaled. He should have just like got a bunch of um, gospel artists or just artists in general and then made gospel mm-hmm. music. I don't mm-hmm. think he he, he really should have been on it because his verses was pretty trash on that, honestly. But yeah, Kanye's dope though. So I think I think the album, even if it's not for me, I think it'll have at least two or three joints on there that I rock out with. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Have facts. you heard about um? Have you heard that the remains of Jasmine Guillen? Yeah, I want to get her name right. Guillen. Uh, Vanessa. I'm sorry, Vanessa Guillen. Yeah, Vanessa uh, Gillian or Gi- yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Vanessa I believe it's Gillian. Guillen, yeah. Has been remember um, like Guillen from the motor pool. Right. Yeah. Has been found. Um. And I've been seeing conversations being had on Facebook about. The shark program. Yeah, about how it was definitely... And you know what? And this was actually another reason why I made that statement about women, about guys doing better. Because... Got to protect that one. Here it is. You have a woman that's in the armed services that was sexually... I'm going to say victimized. I don't know if there's any touching involved. So it technically may not have been assault. But regardless, bro was like watching her in the shower. Like, how in the hell did that even happen? It was like an open bay Man, scenario. It I doesn't matter. Know. But like, he was apparently watching her in the shower. And then she went to go report him. And none of the chain of command was really trying to. So she did report it? I don't know. That's what I've heard. I've heard she was trying to report and people really weren't like trying to. Move it forward. I heard she was like getting ready to report. Oh, and he found out. Yeah, and then that's when he killed her. And see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro. And, like, now, and now it's this white woman that got arrested. You see that? No, nah, who is that about? What's she doing? Apparently, the white woman was the one who bludgeoned her. Who's the white woman? She in the army too? I think the white woman is like with. Matter of fact, I have, I have the article, I think. Um, it's just messy, man. And the fact that, you know, that this happened. Um, okay, it says, the civilian who allegedly helped a soldier cut up Vanessa Gillian's body. Oh, my god! After he reportedly bludgeoned her to death has been identified as Cecilia Ann Aguilar, 22. She was charged with one count of conspiracy to tamper with evidence. 
And um and the guy who is reported the guy who, you know, killed her and you know and kidnapped her, specialist Aaron Robinson. And that was Aguilar's boyfriend. So a couple, a couple did this together. Agu- oh, that's crazy. Aguilar bro. and Aaron Robinson. I thought he was a sergeant too, but irregardless, man, of what his rank was, I mean, bro was just wild and it's like, bro, like, and this is what I'm talking about. Well, like, quit while you're ahead. Like, don't escalate a situation. Like, what do you mean by quit when you're like, ahead? Like, if a girl is telling you, like, or if a girl is not really, oh, right, 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 you know, showing you, and I mean, this, this if, I, I mean, I, I think we're all, I think we all fall victim. If you sometimes. shoot your shot and she shoots you down, all right, yeah. cool, yeah, Fuck just, it. no harm, just, no foul, just, 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 yeah, just let it go. And you I know. think, I think, like, yeah, this, I just take my own damn advice, you know, because I could have probably avoided this whole situation in a sense. Uh, but I mean, I feel like, yeah, just, just let it go, just, just let it go, and then, like. You had to go kill her, man. I think... Like, that's nuts. I think the whole SHARP program needs to be revamped. In, in what sense? Um, one, of, uh, one of the guys I used to hoop with, I can't remember his name, um, back in Korea, he proposed an idea on Facebook. He was like, he said, I think, I think the whole SHARP program should be, you know, civilian ran. There should be no... Oh, because it's a conflict of interest. It's a conflict of interest, you know? Yeah, because the people are in your unit. Yeah, like, think about, you know, think about our unit. Like, nah, you're right. Like, who's the sharp representative here? You know, I'm not going to say his name on here. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I know who it is. Uh, No, that's EO. Oh, okay. We're uh, not going to worry about it. But regardless... Offline, offline. These people are... In your unit, and then they're supposed to be handling this, this you know. What I'm saying they see you day to day, and they're in the, but yeah. they're supposed to be a confidant. Exactly, you know what I'm it's hard to keep, loose lips sink shit. There should be people a, running. People are uh, goosey loosey with the lips. Yeah, the, the sharp program should be civilian based by IG. That's the inspector general. It should be uh, all third party based. Like you don't even like it doesn't get to your chain of command until. They have maybe moved you out the situation until it's supposed to get to your chain of command. But until then, your chain of your chain of command shouldn't even know yeah. what's going on. You should it should be a whole external process process going where on where no one really knows what's going on to the last minute. And I think that will prevent and help and encourage a lot of women and men to come forward and you know nip this shit in the bud like. Like, could things like this, you know, I think can be prevented. Yeah, most if, definitely. Because I, I, th- I think if she would have felt more comfortable telling somebody about what happened, um, she would have uh, went sooner and uh, filed a complaint. And not only that, but if it was an outside source, the likelihood of the guy finding out would have been much slimmer. He w- he would have no idea. He he wouldn't have known. He would have known. He wouldn't have known. You know, and I think this brings up another great question too, which is a theme now uh, about the the value of property over people. I think I saw a post today on social media. I was like, now look, if that was a if that was an M4 that went missing. Oh, that bitch. No one, fa- no, no, no one would have gone home until it was found. That's the thing, and too, that, and bro. That's facts. That the shit whole... like really hit me. I was like, damn, you know, they right about that. Bro, when I was in basic training, bro, an M4 went missing. And they let us 
Look for it for about three hours. After that, the whole base got shut down. And it was a Friday, too, so civilians was pissed. <laughs> but the whole base got shut down, and we it took us all the way until, like, 11 o'clock that night, and it was behind somebody's fucking wall locker. But that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is we didn't rest until... That, that M4, M4, was, M4 found, was found. Same, and that much energy wasn't put into finding this girl. Bro, apparently, is what is what I've heard. Nah, it's, it it couldn't have been, bro. She was missing That's since what I'm like April. It wasn't. She oh, was missing, bro. She was missing in April. Damn. In April, she was, was it missing July? in April. July. Now she's missing in April. Probably before that. I think it's March. Either March or April. She was missing. Months had passed, and the thing about it is like, yo. You know, you know, it was somebody at JBLM. It's, it's, it's still somebody missing in JBLM. It's a guy, right? It's a guy. Yeah. And, and they found his car, like, by some bridge or some shit. We're going to talk about that probably offline because I don't know too much about it to talk about it. But, yeah, he's still missing. But, like, there should be details. There should be search parties that every day they should be walking up and down. Not walking. They should be riding around. You know what I'm saying? In military vehicles, looking for her, they should be CID should be getting involved, looking at her her recent whereabouts, checking Facts. the phone towers. Like there should be like they shouldn't rest until this whoever is found. You know what I'm saying? Like how does that even happen? How does how does how does months go by business as usual when you have somebody missing? That shit just it it's mind boggling. You know what I mean? Nah, it is mind-boggling. It definitely is. They need to revamp the whole system, man. Revamp the whole system. Because this is probably not going to be the last time this happens, unfortunately enough. It's never the last time, man. Unfortunately, it never is. Yes, I want to say rest in peace to uh, to Vanessa uh, Gillian. Um, my condolences and, and prayers go out to the family. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine me as a father or, you know, just a family member, family friend, member understanding what's going on. Like I my mean, my cousin or my daughter, my niece, my sister. She goes out, supposed to be fighting for the country. You know what I'm saying? Supposed to be, you know, doing an honorable to job. Be done in by one of her own. It did, and then this happens on post. You know? Yeah, it's just nuts, man. It's just it's crazy. My man. mom would burn JBLM down. And there really wasn't a lot of, there wasn't too much news coverage on this either, was it? Bro, I didn't, bro, I heard about it through Instagram, like, yeah, I don't just know. by passing. Apparently, I, I heard that it really hasn't received too much national news coverage. No, nah, it hasn't, bro, it hasn't. You know, this is, I think this is absolutely a... And there was another guy, a white guy, who, um, he was missing from uh, Fort, uh, Fort Hood, too, and he was found dead. Yeah. It's a lot going on down there. It is a lot going on. I'm not trying to be stationed there. Definitely. You know they're talking about shutting the base down. Oh, really? Possibly. Damn. I don't know if that'll happen. Probably not, because that base is like one of the most critical deployable bases. Yeah, it's definitely critical. So I don't. That's That's like like, that's like an entire economy down there. Yeah, like Like the entire local economy is based off of is 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 is, uh depends on that base. Yeah, so that probably won't happen. But, um, but we'll see. We'll see, man. How are we looking on time? Uh, hour behind. 18. It's the, it's the longest podcast so far. Yeah, we're making records. Making records, man. We're making records. Um, we're trying to go an hour and a half. Two yeah. hours? No, nah, I think I'm Take it to the moon. Why not? No, I'm just joking. Nah, that's, all I got. that's all I got for the day, man. Done. 
Um, Vibe Cultivator t-shirts coming soon. T-shirts is coming soon. Uh, hopefully the visual comes back. Maybe what visual? What you mean? Oh, the the uh, the video format. Yeah, for the pod, maybe. Oh, gosh. You know, maybe just clips. I don't know. I'm all playing with the idea. Um, I think the audios. But if y'all tuned chill. in all the way to hour hour and eighteen minutes, I salute y'all. I appreciate y'all. Is it the flag uh, going off? He's throwing nah, salutes out now. That's nah, fireworks. Oh, he told my. <laughs> y'all can't see. I kind of what I said. This, salute. This boy love this shit. Look close. Salute. Look I, closely at the vibe cultivator uh, cover <laughs> art. There's a guy saluting in the background at a basketball game. I mean, I had game. to rep, man. You know, look, I, yeah, play, I, 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 I appreciate 40, it. So we, we, we I appreciate see. it. I see. see. I see. I see you. Know you. I see you. And that's gonna be a big part of the branding coming soon. But um, he loves this shit. Don't let them tell you otherwise. I'm going to just leave y'all with, it's a lot of money being made out here. It's a lot of money being lost out here. The question is, what side of the fence are you on? And, uh, you know, if you're feeling down, don't feel down, man. Just remember, you create your own luck. You create your own luck. You, you definitely create your own luck. And I'm going to leave y'all with the shit that I've been bumping all goddamn day. Uh... New West Side Gun came out. Oh, Fly God is an awesome God, too. I think that's a play on My God is an awesome is an awesome God. Like, my God is an awesome God. The gospel song, whatever. Um, Fly guy. Griselda. Griselda. I'm going to Fashion give a rap. little bit of... I'm going to give a little bit of Michael Irvin. That's the one I've been bumping a what lot. What number four? Is number four a good one, too? Number four is One More Hit. I don't know. Play what you going to play. Michael Irvin. Damn. Great album. Conductor. The Vibe Cultivator Podcast. Appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Hey, yo, I'll catch y'all next time. Think they fly now, but ain't nobody flying. You ever cooked a half a brick in the air fryer? Shooting out the Lambo truck till I was flying. Cases everywhere, burnt a hole in the tire. Made it so fast, I caught my shit fire. 40s in the bus, but still I want to wire. They got me on the Vibe Cultivator Podcast.